welcome to A Creative Voice. I'm your host, Diani, and on tonight's show, we're going to talk about something very important, and that is dysfunctional relationships. Woo! No, but seriously, I've been talking about this topic a lot with my friends, and it's come very apparent that we've all been in very dysfunctional relationships. We don't know how to set boundaries. We take shit from people. And a lot of people associated with not really loving yourself. And I personally believe as a person that's been in dysfunctional relationships, that it's a combination of everything, really. Um, I was in a very long-distance relationship a couple years back, and it was a very, very dysfunctional relationship. I was around 17 at the time, and the relationship just consisted of a lot of verbal abuse, a lot of cheating, not from my part, but it was just very bad, and I learned that that's probably something that i don't want to get into again. Like that's the relationship that I don't want to get into. I don't want to ever have to go through that in my life. And then a couple years later, probably about a year or two later, I began another relationship slash friendship. It it was a friendship at first and turned into a relationship. And I just found a lot of things out, you know, a lot of shit talking, a lot of betrayal, a lot of lying. And as a person that does not know, as somebody that didn't know and is still working towards developing healthy coping mechanisms and developing boundaries and developing self-love and self-respect, I didn't know how to handle betrayal, lies, manipulation and, you know, all of that. So I became enraged. I became a person that was very aggressive, very abusive to a point, and and not physically, but verbally. I became very enraged. I would take out my frustrations out on my significant other, and I just didn't know what the hell was wrong with me. I knew that I was mad. I was a mad woman, but I didn't know why. And then I began going to therapy and began talking about the issues and just how dysfunctional this relationship slash friendship was. And I began noticing that, of course, you are essentially coping with how you were treated. And although that's not the best way to cope with it, that's not the best way to handle that specific situation. It's a way in how we process specific things. And I noticed that although I was still coping with certain situations, there was times where I would kind of disregard certain feelings and, you know, put up a brave face. You know, for example, if we were to go out, I was fine while we were out. I was okay with it. I was enjoying my time. But then when I came back home, I was more of in tune with my emotions and I became enraged again. And I thought that that was a very dysfunctional way of living and feeling. So recently the friendship was broken up and I was very heartbroken because I felt that, and I still feel that way, that I relied a lot on my significant other to complete me, to to be my everything. And that's something that someone shouldn't be. Someone shouldn't be your everything. Even if you're married to your significant other, they shouldn't be the reason why you're living. You should be the reason why you're living. You should wake up every morning and say, I want to live for myself. Because eventually when you don't have that 
person that you love, who are you supposed to love? You're supposed to love yourself because everyone's not eternal. Like we're, we're going to die eventually. Everything's not perfect. Relationships, unfortunately fail. Marriages fail all of the time. So, you know, it's been probably five months already going on six months and I'm still learning from that breakup. I'm still learning how to be very observant, how to draw boundaries, not just in relationships, but in friendships. If I'm not comfortable with something, then I learn that I have to walk away. I learn how to be assertive. I learn how to say no. And that's a huge, huge, huge deal. Learning how to say no on boundaries. I've learned a lot in therapy that it's not necessarily a line that is drawn in the middle between you and that person. It's like an invisible line, as my therapist says. And that line is meant for people not to cross. And if you feel that somebody's crossing that line with you and, and taking advantage of you or manipulating you or just making you feel less than then you need to do what it takes in order for you not to feel like that so I you know recently I've been talking to my friends as I said about relationships and it's very amazing how once you're no longer in those dysfunctional relationships you're able to see and my therapist told me this use certain relationships and use what certain people tell you about those dysfunctional relationships to you because I have people that come to me and discuss their dysfunctional relationships and of course I'm going to be a friend and I'm going to be someone that's going to give you the best advice that I can and that's all fine and dandy but at the end of the day you're going to do whatever you want to do so I began noticing certain things about these dysfunctional relationships that seemed very familiar to me. Things that I would do, things that would have been done to me. And then I'm like, oh my God, I dealt with so much bullshit. I caused so much bullshit because I believe that when you're in a relationship, I mean, you contribute to something, you know, you're, you're part of why we're arguing. There's two sides to the story well three sides to the story yours hers or his and the truth um so I just started noticing and I'm like wow like why would you let that person talk to you like that why would you let somebody make you feel like that why would you let somebody constantly talk about themselves but when you need to vent when you need to talk about yourself and need a friend you have no one there and you know just some some of my friends some of some acquaintances just thinking that a, a relationship is based off lying and cheating and it's okay and we need to learn how to not approach relationships like that whether it's an internal issue that you're battling with whether you have an insecurity and that's the only way that you feel good good about yourself there's so much more that we can do in order to deal with our emotions than being in this a dysfunctional relationship because these dysfunctional relationships essentially ruin you more than you probably not being in those dysfunctional relationships. And ever since I haven't been in that dysfunctional relationship, I feel more free. I feel more independent. I feel that I I feel that I have a purpose. And I talk to my friends sometimes about my depression because I do have depression and I take medication for it and I go to therapy for it. And I'm very proud to admit that because I don't think it's a weakness. If anything, it's my story that I share with you guys. And, you know, it's like I've learned how to be more independent because I chose to not want to go back to that dysfunctional relationship. And although we still communicate to a point, it's not as if 
it was before. We're not friends, close friends. We're more of acquaintances. And I'm okay with that because I'm able to observe certain behavior and, and apply it to my life and say, you know what? I rather just listen to it and just try to be there for somebody than live it myself. And one of my boundaries is if we are friends and you are whatever it is, if you're trying to get to know me, if you want to be a friend or acquaintances, but if you are bringing you your dysfunctional relationship into my life and I feel that it is affecting my life and my way of living, then that my boundary is I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to discuss this constantly because it's it's taking a toll in my mood or or how I feel or it's triggering certain things. So that's a boundary that you can draw in order not to have to deal with it because sometimes I'm a very invested friend and I you know when friends tell me certain things that kind of are very bad and I've experienced them personally whether it's cheating, lying, being manipulated, I take that very personal because I wouldn't want that to be done to me so I wouldn't want it to be done to a friend as I said I take it personal but when I start noticing now that I am trying to develop a healthy way of looking at life and living in the moment I'm like okay Yanni take a step back it's this situation affecting you and I noticed recently that one of my acquaintances would constantly be talking about the person that they are interested in. And the person that they are interested in is not a healthy individual. And what I mean by that is that the individual has a disregard for everyone's emotions but her own. She's constantly talking about herself. She says belittling things. Um, and it's just not an overly positive way of portraying yourself. And that's fine. It's none of my business. But I started noticing that it was kind of clouding the way that I was trying to live. Peaceful, not have any drama, not just a peaceful way of living. It was clouding that. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't do this anymore. I need to draw my boundary. I need to learn how to say no. I don't want to listen to this right now. And sometimes people are going to get mad at you for saying, I don't want to listen to this because that's what people automatically do. They get upset and that's perfectly fine. But who gives a shit? If people are going to choose to be mad at you for a boundary that you've established, then that's their problem. That's not your problem. You shouldn't have to feel guilty for saying no to someone. You shouldn't have to say, sorry, I don't want to listen to that. Why are you apologizing? You don't have to apologize. You can say, I just don't feel that I want to listen to this right now. My mind is not focused in that. My mindset is perfectly clear. And for you to bring that quote-unquote drama is not going to suit me right now and that's fine you don't have to apologize again why are we apologizing so those are some of the ways that I've learned how to deal with these dysfunctional relationships as a very hyper vigilant person I observe a lot of things um and whether you want I, I tell you it's funny because when people talk to me, I decode some phrases, whether it's, you know, sarcasm, whether it's you trying to throw me under the bus, whatever the case is, be aware 
of the people that you surround yourself with because their actions and their words and how they speak to you it's just very much associated with being in an unhealthy relationship if you feel that somebody's triggering you is targeting you it's demeaning you they're most likely not healthy and my therapist says that we are all unhealthy to a point i mean we, i'm not i'm probably not healthy to to another individual i'm probably not the best person whether you know it's just i don't know possessiveness whatever you want to call it um you know i i agree with her i think that we are all dysfunctional in our own ways but we don't we don't have to be and what i mean by that is that you have to learn how to separate yourself from people that are not benefiting you and although there's people in your life that are unhealthy you are able to be healthy enough and listen to the key word healthy enough to eliminate yourself from those specific circumstances for example if my friend Sandra let's put Sandra there and my friend Sandra is talking to me about her relationship with Daniel and Daniel is a very verbally abusive person he is kind of very possessive and it's very controlling first of all that's not a healthy relationship and second of all Sandra's coming to me and she's telling me all of this and I just tell her, you know what Sandra I've given you this advice before and I'm giving it to you again there's just absolutely nothing differently that I can say to you other than what I have already told you so you have to learn from this on your own but you have to see the red flags and that's the thing about red flags they are all over if people are giving you red flags if your gut is telling you don't trust this person this person does not have his or her best intentions then why are you still associating with that person i'm not saying cut off everyone every time they give you a bad vibe that's not what it is but analyze the situation analyze their behavior and i'm not trying to sit here and say oh be a therapist and analyze everything that's not what it is but be very aware of your surroundings and the people that you surround yourself with because those people that you surround yourself with can either make or break you unfortunately if you don't have a good set of boundaries that's what happens they are able to control you they are able to manipulate you and then you are there by yourself whenever they decide to leave or whenever you're ready to leave and you have to pick up all the shitty pieces and put them back together because the healing process of a dysfunctional relationship is very hard you start doubting yourself you are i don't know like it's just a combination of so many emotions doubting yourself feeling like shit about yourself depression can lurk through and i know when i was going through my quote-unquote breakup i became very depressed i would cry a lot and i would think like i just became again very enraged and very angry and very spiteful and i just wanted to like i want to be your karma i'm gonna serve you karma but then it's like you think about it you sit there and you analyze certain things of the past and start seeing certain things that you wouldn't have seen otherwise 
and you're like, holy shit, you know, I am in a much better position than I was when I was in that dysfunctional relationship. So just know that when you are in a dysfunctional relationship, if you're most likely being cheated on, you're being lied to, you're not being respected, you're being manipulated and belittled, everything in the book that is everything, leave essentially leave and I know it takes some time to leave and and some time to realize that but we have to be kind of equipped with these tools because we are going to experience dysfunctional people in our lives and we have to learn how to deal with these people and if we allow every person that's dysfunctional to the point where they deteriorate us we are going to be an emotional wreck for the rest of our lives. We're not going to properly heal. We're just going to continue the cycle and not break it. So when you choose to break the cycle, when you choose to see people and things for what they are and who they are, you're essentially breaking the cycle. You're choosing to say, I'm not going to deal with this shit anymore. I'm going to become the best person that I can become and go on with life from there. And if this person's not meant to be in my life, I'm okay with that. If I'm going to be alone for a couple of months or years, I'm okay with that. But as long as I'm able to wake up every morning with a purpose as to why I'm getting up. Because if you're essentially getting up and you're married and your marriage is shitty or you're dating someone and every time they contact you, you just dread it and you're unhappy just like I was... There's no purpose in that. That's not a healthy relationship. There's no purpose in arguing and and creating such commotion to then just act like you're okay. Like you guys love each other and say, well, he loves me. She loves me. We're, we're meant for each other. That's not healthy. That's you having internal issues that you have to deal with. Whether they stem from your upbringings or not, those are still issues that you have to deal with. When you begin loving yourself and when you begin accepting and being okay with the fact that you don't always have to be in a relationship. You don't always have to be in a position where, oh my God, I need to be in a relationship. I need to be loved. I need to cuddle. I need to this. I need to that. You start noticing things for what they are. And even if you don't, even if you're the type of, because I know there's certain individuals that just like being in relationships and that's fine but we have to learn how to be okay with ourselves before committing to a relationship because it's like my friend said if you are in a relationship after relationship after relationship how are you supposed to first of all take a break and second of all get to know yourself get to reinvent yourself as she said once that relationship is over because every relationship no matter how long it is, it's still disappointing because you go into a relationship sometimes thinking that, hey, hopefully it works out. You just don't go into a relationship thinking unless you're, I don't know, your intentions are just sleeping with people and you just date them to sleep with them. But if you go into a relationship and you're like, well, you know what? I want to see where this goes. I'm very hopeful. And then it just ends you're discouraged and I understand that I've been there I I used to do that I used to create a tender and create different social like apps in order to get to know people in order to find love I mean you can't really find love on tinder because that's more of a hookup site um 
And I try to do that because I try to feel love when I wasn't, and I still don't love myself how I want to love myself. And, you know, do I have people that are interested? Of course. Do I have people that I'm potentially probably interested? Of course. But I know that my heart is not within committing into a relationship because then I will accept a dysfunctional relationship. I will accept excuse my French, the fuckery for what it is. And that's just not something that I want to do. So I'm able to put any feelings, any emotions to the side and I'm able, and I'm not talking about feelings like in love. I'm talking about feelings of, oh, I think you're cute. I think, you know, it's it's more of that. It's kind of more of quote unquote immature things. Um, even though liking is not immature, but you know, it's, it's not love. Um, and I'm able to, again, put that aside and say, well, you know what? I don't love myself enough. I don't, I'm not comfortable with myself. I'm not comfortable with my body. I'm not comfortable with a lot of things of myself. And that's okay. I'm proud to say that because it took me so long to say that. But because I'm not comfortable with myself, I'm not okay with myself, I chose to be alone. And I'm okay with that decision because. If I were to not be okay and get into a relationship, again, that relationship will be most likely dysfunctional or I will allow my significant other to step all over me and for me not to have boundaries and for me to probably most likely have another heartbreak and it's just not going to happen. So I'm not saying we all have to apply this into our way of living. What I'm trying to say is that we all have been or will be in a dysfunctional relationship and it's about how you handle these relationships it's about how you handle yourself when these relationships don't succeed and they don't move forward as you want them to move forward and it's okay there's nothing wrong with you and if you feel like there's something wrong with you then work towards it if you feel that oh my gosh you know what i'm letting my my partner or yell at me i'm letting them cheat on me why am i doing this am am i ugly i mean don't question whether you're ugly or not that's not what it is again it's more about that relationship being dysfunctional and that person's just not worthy of your time or love or affection it's just not worth it so before you again to recap i just want to be okay with myself and once I'm okay with myself, I'm willing to open myself to finding love, to being in a healthy relationship. And I'm glad, actually, that I've been in this dysfunctional relationships because they have taught me how to appreciate good ones, how to look out for red flags, how to draw and set boundaries. Boundaries are a huge, huge thing in one's life. The more you know about boundaries, the better your life will be. And as this podcast kind of continues with episodes every week, I want to, again, share with you certain aspects of my life that I'm learning. And in therapy, I'm learning a lot. As a psychology student, I'm learning a lot. And from my own experiences, again. So I want to be able to share that. And this is why I bring you the topic on dysfunctional relationships because I've been through it and it's very shitty to go through it. But it's very, it's very much real for a lot of us. And the more you know about topics like this, the better and more healthier of an individual you will become. So 
I really appreciate you guys listening to tonight's episode. Remember, this is a creative voice where I create and we create a platform to expressing our inner selves. I'm your host, Yanni, and I'm glad we have talked.